Hi, this is Ernie Hudson of Winston Zeddemore from uh, Ghostbusters. When something's weird and it don't look good, who are you going to call? Keep on busting. in the 1920s. This is in Washington State. Not DC. No, Washington State, like a the Olympic <clears throat> National Park it has a whole bunch of like walking trails and mountains yeah. and stuff. Sure. And they had this bright idea. They were like, "You know what would be fucking fun while we're out on our walking trails? We saw some mountain goats." So they went and got like 15 mountain goats from 70 miles away, uh, not native to the area, and they drag them here, and they fucking go like fuck crazy. And now there's like 700 of them, and they don't have the nutrients that they need, and so like they've developed this craving for human pee. Like they love it to a point where... They'll like attack a, a guy. A guy died because a goat wanted his pee so much. How do they get it? Uh, on these walking trails, the people pee all over the place, and the goats they want that pee. They, they love just it. eat the so they just eat the soil to get the pee. Yeah, they'll they'll go lick trees. They'll do whatever <clears> they need <throat> to do because they love that pee so much. Is that a cat or is that a dog next to you there? This is Lily. This is a dog. Oh, you can't see the tables there, so all I saw was a tail and just a, like a Lily. top of a body. Lily, come here and say hi to Travis. Oh, your baby. Is your baby. Oh, your baby. baby. <laughs> she can't hear me. <laughs> they decided, Travis, got to get rid of these fucking goats. Because they Yeah, you can't you can't be punished by the sins of your forefathers. Yeah, they they're attacking people because they want their pee. They love the pee so much. And so they're helicoptering the goats. Uh, they, they're like putting them in like a like a hammock. And they're lifting them up in a helicopter and taking them 70 miles and dumping them off. And it's the damnedest thing. If you look it up, when they helicopter the goats, they blindfold them, Travis. And I don't know... <laughs> If that's so that the goats don't freak out that they're flying, or if like so they don't know their way back, <laughs> like <this. laughs> so like like a kidnap victim where they yeah. throw them in the trunk and blindfold them. Yeah, so they, they blindfold they the goat, 
so that the goat doesn't know how to get back uh, because you know <laughs> i mean like you know they're they're smack addicts now like they really want that pee and then they're gonna fly him 70 miles and then the goat i mean he's, he's still gonna have you know his wants that's like when you develop a taste for uh human meat I mean, Can't like, stop yourself. Travis, once, like a like a killer kills, then they want to kill again, right? They get that rush. I mean, if if you have the gene for it, right? Like sometimes people might kill, and then be like, "Nah, that's not for me." They're only going to relocate ninety percent of the goats. Ten percent. Why don't they just, just pitch, shoot them in the pitch head. them in the ocean? Why don't they just take that helicopter wherever they're transporting the goats that are blindfolded and just like fucking kick them out the side doors into the fucking ocean? Whoopsie daisy. <laughs> Sorry, goats. No, 10 Try per- to find some piss in there. It says right here in the article that they're just going to take a shotgun and shoot 10% of them right in the fucking head. These, Can these goat fucking swim? goats. Goat? Can a goat swim? I don't know. Yeah. Can goats swim? Should I Google? I've that? never seen a goat. Yeah, I've never seen a goat in water. Can goats... I mean, I've seen plenty of goats because I live in a, a rural enough area where, you know, the, people have goats. Uh, you go to a, a county fair and there's goats. There's fainting goats. There's all sorts of goats. This but I, is I don't a know little tip from the camp trip we just took with the babes for Jules B-Day. We have a whole blog about it. I think this goat's going to swim. Travis, hold on. <laughs> They're just gonna chuck it in the water and see what happens. I don't like oh my goodness, Miss! I don't like get out. Chichi's gonna run. No, they didn't put the goat. I really dislike that laugh and that broad's voice. All of that, I really dislike. Charles, I don't think the goats can swim. They—they're not putting them deep enough where they have to. They're just standing in water. There's a goat. <sighs> Somebody has a goat down around the corner from me. They have a little pen. It's on a hill. They got a little little house for the goat. Maybe I'll grab that sucker and take it. There's a river really close, too. Maybe I'll just grab that goat, throw that fucker in the river, and see if it can swim. <laughs> You're going to kidnap a goat. This is. A, I'm sorry, uh, officer. This is a science experiment. Right. Um, I have a podcast. We couldn't get any solid information online about whether or not that goats could swim, so you have to bear with me here. Uh, we we got to see if this goat can swim. Travis, when you, when you kidnap the goat and you take it to the water to see if it swims, don't blindfold it because then it might just like go back home because it'll know the way. Well, then that's what I'm hoping. I'm hoping that we can kidnap the goat, throw it in the river. And then if it swims, that's great. We'll just leave. Right. If it doesn't swim, also we'll just leave. Yeah. Um, but you'll feel bad about but it. But, you know, at least that way it gets a chance to be able to uh, walk the uh, quarter mile back to its house. Travis, uh, I interviewed uh, Ryan Justice. He made a uh, he made a Bigfoot movie. Uh, oh, like Bobcat Goldwaite did. You know what? He brought Gold- up the oh. Bobcat Goldwaite Bigfoot movie. I had never heard of it, Travis. You you have not seen Willow Creek? Well, no. What I said to the man was, hey, has anybody like really made like a, like Harry and the Hendersons is, is peak Bigfoot movie. And then everything else is, is tied for second. And he said, 
well, you know, the Bigfoot enthusiasts, you know, he's kind of gotten in with the Bigfoot community because he made a Bigfoot movie. But actually, well, it's, of course, so it's not Bigfoot, Travis. It's uh, Sasquatch. Florida Bigfoot, which is. Uh, oh, the, it's not Pacific Northwest. The Bigfoot. skunk ape. See, the skunk ape, it only has four toes, Travis. What makes it skunk? It stinks. Oh, <laughs> I watched the movie, Travis. Uh, the 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 skunk ape. He smells bad. You can smell him coming. Um, oh, so it's like a if you hear, but here it's if you can smell the skunk ape, then you know you're in for it. Yeah. Um, trying to find the thing about this fucking movie. So you got to what you got to do then. It's like the old in the old old days where like uh, William Castle would do like uh, he did like uh, uh, what was that House on Haunted Hill and shit. All those movies that William Castle did, you had to go to the theater and then they would like put shit in the seats and they like pump smells in there. So in order for the Skunk Ape movie to really be effective, see it in a picture house and have the smell pumped in to the theater. So that As when he's coming, when you get you get like a like a loft. It'll loft at you, <sighs> right? Uh, Ryan Justice. Uh, I talked to him about his movie, The Wild Man. It's going to be out on uh, nine thirty. That's what is that like uh, next week, Travis? Uh, yeah, it's coming quick. Uh, Friday is that, uh, available on all digital platforms. Yeah, yeah, it's a Bigfoot movie, Travis. This uh, movie and. The, the, and there's like there's a lack of Bigfoot movies, considering the size of the uh, Bigfoot community that's been uh, prevalent for many, many years. Fucking the he he was saying that, like, you know, he, he got in deep with the Bigfoot community, you know, because they they wanted to know, are you going to do our boy Sass justice? And he said, no, I'm going to the Florida Keys. This is a skunk man. It's not your bullshit Sasquatch from the Pacific Northwest. That's right, Travis. The Florida Bigfoot is called the skunk ape. Totally different guy. He's got four toes. And they know that because they found his tracks. I love finding tracks, man. One of my favorite things is to find tracks. Travis, you know? what, I, what I'll tell you about you, this Bigfoot you movie. You live in a pretty urban area, right? Like you're a suburb, but like pretty much urban. Like you're probably not finding a whole lot of tracks where you live. No, 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 no tracks. One time there was a really big turtle in my yard, though, Travis. It was really big. But let me tell you. Did you keep it? Most of these Bigfoot movies, Travis, the majority of the goddamn Bigfoot movies have so little Bigfoot in them. You know, it's all about, oh, we're going to see the Bigfoot. Ooh, this movie, Travis. Plenty of fucking Bigfoot. They just show you Bigfoot from the oh, yeah. get-go. Oh, yeah. Bigfoot just, like, comes out. And he's like, hey, I'm going to eat you. And like, okay. It's like those It's like those Jack Link's commercials where you see big, Bigfoot from the get-go. Like, hey, don't fuck, with, uh, don't fuck with Bigfoot. Right. He wants to eat that Jack Link's. Fuck with him. He's going to boot you uh, across the river. And Travis, uh, Michael Paré of uh, Eddie and the Cruisers fame. Uh that guy he uh he commands like a whole army of of people with with machine guns and they shoot at the bigfoot bigfoot doesn't even give a fuck travis is this a special forces ops group that specializes in bigfoots 
I think so. Yeah, I think that they go get the big. I don't want to give you a bunch of spoilers, Travis. There's special ops no in it. Spoilers. They wear like the whole grass, you know, like the grass outfit, you know, the camouflage. Oh thing. yeah, with can hide in the fields. Yeah, yeah. No, these these special ops, they don't fuck around. Uh, but yeah, no, it, it's called the Wild Man. Comes out on a Friday, September thirtieth on all the uh, platforms. You should check it out. Fantastic. Uh, Fun Can't fact hear, about uh, this interview, Travis, uh, that I probably shouldn't tell people. I haven't listened to it yet, um, but I'm dreading listening to it because I realized about three-fourths of the way through the interview. By the way, I should not tell people this, Travis. I shouldn't. No, I should just do it. Peek behind the curtain. Peek behind the curtain. Uh, I had Drunk's microphone on and not my own. Uh, and so I don't think that Ryan could hear me very well, but he was polite and just rolled with it. So he didn't uh, say straight up like, yo, dude, what? <laughs> <laughs> well, see, I thought for a minute, a couple minutes there, like, oh, he's kind of rude. He's not responding when I talk. You know, he's just like kind of filling the time with talking about his movie, but it's because he couldn't hear me because I didn't have a microphone on Travis. So I don't know <laughs> what I'm going to have to do. Cause you know, I, I got to put it out because the poor guy, well, he's trying to sell his movie. You know, I, he spent his time talk to you in the studio. I mean, yeah, I mean, you got, you got to put it out. Fair so warning. Hopefully you can edit. Probably going to be a piece of shit, but it's not his fault. It's mine. Uh, I mean, listen to it and see if I salvaged it because I might have to like re-record my questions. I don't know what I'm going to do, Travis, but uh, yeah, that's uh, well, and y'all should should be used to that. (laughs) (laughs) We've had we've had plenty of technical difficulties on the show over the years. and This should be no surprise. (laughs) Do you think that at this point, Travis, the, the technical difficulties are like what we're synonymous for? Like the people, they expect it. That probably is the case. I think they probably, you know, every 10, 15 episodes or so, they're like, it's been like 10 episodes. Something fucked up is coming our way. (laughs) So, like, let's, they're just like waiting with bated breath to see what the problem is with an episode. Like, oh, these, these have all been going very well. What's coming up? What's coming up the pipe? It's coming. (laughs) Well, something's coming and I can't wait. Travis, as the show has evolved, I've gotten better at hiding it. Like, you know, when we have issues, I just cut all that out. Yeah, Uh, you're a good editor. So, yeah, people, I mean, if if that's what they liked about the show, they should tune in live where it's a real clusterfuck. Uh, Yeah, and if in reality, if people find that they love the technical difficulties... Become a Patreon supporter, and I'm sure Mike can edit together just a, a <laughs> treasure trove of garbage that you didn't get to hear. <laughs> like, hey, you remember when I fucked this up and edited out because I didn't want people to hear it? You want to hear the real garbage? No, <laughs> see, see? What, like people probably thought it was a bit and like, you know, that I left all that stuff in like to be funny. No, I want you to think I'm good at doing a show. <laughs> yeah, like we're we're trying to put out a quality product yeah believe it or not i'm i'm trying to make this good <laughs> we want you as a listener to enjoy what we're putting out there and to eat into the ether uh, i think more importantly it, it, than you enjoying it is you thinking i'm good at it yeah i would probably agree with that is yeah. i think that that probably fuels you more is like not 
necessarily people thinking, oh, that was a good episode, but people thinking, oh, yeah, Mike's pretty good at this. He's been doing it a long time. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's great. That's great if people like it. But like when it's over. That's like ancillary. I want them to be like, oh, yeah, those guys, they're good at doing shows. Yeah. That's like a byproduct of uh, yeah. of people thinking we're good at this. <laughs> Is enjoying it. <laughs> Schools. Oh, I'm responsible for this. I'm going to find the truth and end this. Our story takes place in the small town of Achope at the heart of the Everglades, where 21-year-old Samantha Johnson went missing. So do you think she was murdered? It's a possibility. Someone goes missing, they blame it on you-know-what. The wild man. I want to find the truth. And that's why we're talking to all these people. The people in this town, they don't want us here. So what next? Guys, trust me, okay? It's gonna be good. This is getting dangerous, and you don't see this clearly anymore. Do you want to find Tim or not? I really think this facility could have our answers. So can you get us into the facility that I mentioned online? We'll get you inside. We get in there, there's a very good chance that we're not getting out. So what exactly did you think you were going to do when you got here? I'm here to expose you. This is what we came for. This is why we're here. Want to play games? We can play games. And then as soon as one of us gets that footage, we get the hell out. Skunk Ape is the missing link between apes and humans. It's his genetic code that we're after. We just need to learn to control it. That's the wild man, brother. Please, the truth, man. Oh, it's real. Simple and free. Like us, follow us, stalk us. We love the attention. Guys, Zordon needs us. All right, let's go. We're here, Zordon. Whoa, 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 Jason. Noticed you're not. Noticed you aren't wearing any red today. You know, good on you, Zordon. I wasn't going to say anything, but I totally noticed that. Yeah, sorry, guys. My mom got it for me for my birthday. She said... I need to get past this and vary my wardrobe a bit. Obviously, I can't tell her the real reason, and if she doesn't see me wear it at least a couple times, she'll think I don't like it and it'll hurt her feelings. I mean, fuck, Alicia, I got some color to work with. Pe- people here at school think I'm into Satan or some shit. Yeah, pretty much nothing cute comes in yellow. All right, whatever. Rangers, Ivan Ooze has a giant moth creature terrorizing an empty field. You need to stop the... I'm sorry, this is really distracting me. Alpha? Yes, Zordon? Can you get him the red cowboy hat? I'll get it right away! Once again. WFOD. Wheelbarrow full of dicks.
Guys, welcome back. Our guest tonight is a director who uh, made a Bigfoot movie. It's called uh, The Wild Man. It's on digital September 30th. Guys, Ryan Justice is on the program. A Florida Bigfoot movie. Yeah. Florida Bigfoot's different than Bigfoot Bigfoot. It, yeah, and yeah, it's called the it's called the skunk ape here. And, but and that's a real thing, the skunk ape. It's a real legend. Is it just yes. Because he yeah, because they say because he um, he lives in the swamps and the methane gas and all that stuff in the swamps that um, yeah you'll you would smell him before you see him. And so it's just because of his, his environment that he stinks. Correct. I guess he uh, he bathes in gross water and it doesn't help. Right. What attracted you to this project? What made you think this is the one you wanted to do? The Wild Man's my second feature film. My first feature film was called Followers. Uh, it came out in theaters and Walmarts four years ago. It's also another found footage movie. Um, after that one, we had you know some good success. People were like, oh, what do you want to make next? You know, we have all these money and we want to throw it at you. I'm like, great. And then those things never happen. So COVID hits and we had been kicking around a skunk ape movie idea since 2014. But I was like, oh, I don't know if I want that to be my next movie. And we got into COVID and, you know, all my my creative team and my co-producer were like, guys, let's, let's you know, let's we, we're in home. We're, you know, we're inside for all this time. Let's write. Let's put together some pitch decks and business plans. Let's figure out what we want to do. Let's take let's use our time wisely. And, you know, we, we sent a bunch of pitch decks out to investors and they're like, what else do you got? I'm like, um, OK, you know, I got one more thing. Have you ever heard of the skunk ape before? And they're like, I don't think I'm hearing you right. I was like, yes, it's the Florida Bigfoot. Um, we have this movie project that we've always wanted to do. Let me send you something. And we, so we created a new uh, pitch deck for this movie and they liked it. Like, OK, cool. So you guys can shoot in like three months from now. I'm like, yes. And we always wanted to do something you know, that we like. We like that the skunk ape is kind of a, a monster that hasn't really been exploited in movies. Well, we, you know, we love the found footage idea. We love found footage as a genre. But the big thing that found footage lacks in is sometimes the freedom to cut the control, the pace of a film. So that was a big thing going into this one. I wanted to give us a structure that allowed us to add music, cuts, comedic timing, things like that. That's why we created this docu-style type of found footage movie and where it's like a documentary. Right. It's like the first half of the movie kind of plays like a, like a murder mystery, The Office. They, okay, I like that. Yeah, that's. I mean, yes, we take we took a lot of like obviously me and my co-producer Ian were big Office fans, and I'm a big um, mockumentary fan. I've always loved you know Christopher Guest and anything mockumentary has always been very interesting to me. And so we were able to bring some of those things that we really liked about those and help us drive our story. And it was fun because even in the edit room, we were editing it like we produce a documentary because we could control things we control little sentences here and little lines here and move things around to make the story different and we had to change things and it, it really it, it made editing a little bit more uh daunting but it gave us a lot more freedom to control our, our story and our and our narrative almost like documentary filmmakers so it was kind of fun like that when a 
found footage, our first movie we did, we shot what we shot, and that was the movie. You know, what was cool about Followers, our first one was a non-linear found footage movie in the in the vein of like a Tarantino film. And that was something that we wanted to do. So this time around, instead of like, oh man, you know, these long, drawn out, slow burn found footage movies that we don't see Bigfoot until like the last two minutes, we didn't want to do. We're like, let's let's make a fun movie and let's make something bigger than Bigfoot. And our biggest thing we wanted to do that kind of dawned on me about two years before making the movie was like, let's take Bigfoot out of the woods. Why do we always have to see Bigfoot in the woods? That's when like Cabin in the Woods had a big inspiration on us. We love Cabin in the Woods. So I was like, man, like how can we get, how do we get Bigfoot into a really, in a closed confined place? And that, that, that was the fun part, making the movie more exciting, more passionate, making it, making it more passion project because we're doing something different and we're trying to be bigger than, um, we're trying to be bigger than our budget, you know? Right. It, the, uh, um, there's not really great Bigfoot films. Right. right. They uh, they hit, they miss the mark most. I guess Harry and the Hendersons, and then right. like everything else is tied for second. Right. Uh, exists. That's a really good movie when it when it comes to Bigfoot in action, um, and it's also a found footage movie from the co-director Blair Witch. We you know we watched that movie years ago as inspiration, and what I what I felt let, lacked in that film. Some of the bits, the action was great. They had a bigger budget, right? So we didn't have the big budget of being able to do CGI Bigfoots and monsters and climbing all this stuff. So we're like, okay, how do we do something different? Is like, what's the cheapest thing you could do? Add story, yeah. add writing. That, that doesn't cost anything to take time and develop characters. So we wanted to make fun characters that people could attach themselves to, right. make it feel realistic, and make you care about the characters. That's some, some of the movies missed that place. Um, another Bigfoot movie that... I don't I we watched it and a lot of Bigfoot purists love it. And I don't know exactly why is the Willow Creek film by Bobcat, uh, the comedian from the 80s. He directed it. And it's it is a found footage movie that really I don't know ever actually shows the Bigfoot, but Bob people Cat love it. It has a great Bobcat Goldthwait made a Bigfoot movie. Yes. Oh, wow. Yeah. Called Willow Creek. Oh, okay. And it's I, you know, all these people rave about this movie and there's literally, and when I talk about found footage, this is the everything that's that people can't really stand, outside horror genre fans yeah. don't like about found footage movies. And this movie really never really shows the Bigfoot, I feel like, I, if I remember correctly. It, something happens at the very last two or three minutes, the camera shakes, end of the movie. Wow. But the whole movie is very slow and very, it really feels like a found footage movie. No, like, see, Ryan, you, you gotta, know, the audio is not great. You got to show that Bigfoot. I, I right. Feel like, and, and that's what we wanted to do. Um, and then the other, the big thing about Bigfoot, I, I recently in media is the Bigfoot looks too much like you're going to have a beer with him. And we didn't want to do that with this one. Um, because of COVID and everything going on, a lot of people weren't working. Um, and so I got connected with Derek Garcia, who was working on Doom Patrol. His brother actually just got an Emmy for Vecna from Stranger Things, um, helping you know with that. Uh, so we had we had this great creature designer who he was also on Sci-Fi's Face Off, and it happened he wasn't working because nobody was working. He's like I told I you know pitch what we were doing. He's like great, gave him kind of creative liberty. But one thing I told him was. If we see this in the Florida woods, we would want to run, not want to have a beer with him. 
So like this thing's got to be crazy and different. Let's put our own little twist on a Bigfoot. And we added dreads and yellow eyes, predator type teeth. Predator was kind of inspiration for this monster. How does working with the creature creators guy work? I mean, like, do you you send it off to him? I mean, does he show up on set? We got greenlit in May. I started reaching out to him in June. We were connected by Anthony Pernica, who runs iHorror.com. Uh, he connected us because he was friends with Derek. I'm like, hey, Derek, you know, I, you're a Florida. He was originally from Florida. He lives in Atlanta. And I was like, listen, what, this is what I want to do. I got on a phone. I sent him some like, so a lot of fan art that people have created over the years that I really liked. And then we had to figure out what was in our budget of what we could actually do. I'm like, well, we I don't have a 10 foot guy that could be in the suit. I have a six five guy. We can make about eight eight feet tall with like lifts and oh, stuff. It's, it's um, and I and then he, he started he started creating uh, mock-ups, sending me mock-ups of things. And I was like, that's cool, that's cool, that's cool. Let's go. And so we drove up to get my guy fitted and sized and face casted and everything. So he's the only one that fits in the suit. Um, he was not only our Bigfoot, but he's our gaffer. He actually he shows up like he's, he's a couple characters in the movie, but he's actually still our Bigfoot. He's the only guy I could trust that I knew was going to be in the suit, show up every day and be there. So uh, he's not a, my guy who's in the Bigfoot suit is not a, a, a real actor in a way, but he's the one of the guys I can trust, Tim Bettinghouse. The, the days that we had the Bigfoot, Derek came from Atlanta to be on set for about five days. And, um, you know, uh, work with the Tim and put, you know, put the suit on him for the first couple of days. And then he left. And then uh, we did some pickup days with the suit where we had our other makeup artist kind of um, do some things to the suit. We didn't really need Derek on the pickup days because we had another, you know, special effects makeup artist that could do, you know, touch ups on the mask and kind of doing all the other things. But yeah, the, the Bigfoot suit lives in my office. Oh, I'm looking at him. Yeah, he's like up there right now. You, I see that. Well, you, you can see it. You can actually see him in the corner. That's from our um, in our news article right there. Yeah. It was in the Tampa. But I, I did want to give Derek a lot of creative license with the monster. Just so, you know, it was a piece of him, right? Just like Frankenstein's monster. He felt like, you know, that's his monster. Yeah. So. I mean, yeah, I guess you, you trust the experts. Right. Like he has quite a resume. Right. Uh, so the movie, it comes out September 30th on digital? Is that? Yes. Okay. And, and so, like, where should I send people to get this? So uh, I believe it's going to be on Amazon. Um, I know I'm going to uh, I'm gonna send people, I'd like to send people to, to our website, skunkapeisreal.com, where we're going to have links to wherever you can get it. Um, I'm not 100% sure of all the digital platforms that it's going to be available to written by. And we are going to be doing our own Blu-ray DVD release um through the website also because there's a lot of bigfoot um you know f- fans that want that physical um blu-ray yeah. and that's what we're going to offer the people too um and then we're, we're we're doing some small theatrical things too um over the next few months also mostly it's gonna it's gonna live on uh digital platforms has the bigfoot community contacted you have you gotten notes from them yet or are you expecting it once yeah you know i i have been <clears throat> i've been living in the facebook bigfoot group pages over the last year or so you know I'll, i'd send out some pictures the one thing is there is a people that are are huge uh purists that aren't going to agree on the way it looks um but uh it's one of those things this is you know not you know 
it, it, that's like going to Steven Spielberg and saying, oh, that shark is way too big. You know, that shark should never look like that. And like, you know, downplaying <laughs> Jaws. So for people who like, oh, well, your movie, why your why does your Bigfoot have teeth? That's not realistic. But you could say that about a million things. Wow. Um, we, you know, we, we wanted to make a fun movie that, you know, and have a scary monster. That's, you know, that's what we think we created. We, we, once again, it's a movie. It's a fun movie that we wanted to make. So we we're hoping to um, kind of tap into the Bigfoot market and kind of, you know, create some type of buzz. We, we, we think we made a really good uh, Bigfoot movie. That was a little bit different, different than what anybody's ever, you know, kind of made in that realm. Does this cash the ticket for the next one? Like, uh, do you already have something will, else you're working on? Well, we we have a couple projects that we really want to do. Um, We've been waiting on this one to release to possibly do a Western prequel to this film called Wild Man 1883. <laughs> um, and about the first encounter with the skunk ape here in Florida and the small town outside of uh, Tampa that uh, gathered an entire posse together to go out and hunt this thing. And we, we would have a lot more action, a lot more thrills. And actually in a Robert Rodriguez style, I hope to bring back some of the actors from the, this one to come back and play new characters in this one. Get Michael um, Pare back to be like a, like an old timey sheriff or something. That's, that's one of the plans. Oh, and, uh, one of our, a couple of the other actors, uh, Sean Michael Gloria, who plays X, the blonde hair guy. Yeah. He is also the co-writer Right after we got finished filming Wild Man, he got cast in 50 Cent's TV show, Black Mafia Family, BMF. And he was in eight episodes of on TV on Stars. So that um, he literally got a big break right after we got done doing this movie. I've been working with him for about 12 years. So we, you know, he we're already kind of conceptualizing, a pre, uh, you know, the prequel and kind of in the writing processes right now. Hoping that the Bigfoot community uh, embraces us and that we can do something a little bit bigger, kind of blend the Western horror genre and kind of make a prey predator meets Bigfoot type of movie. You could do like a predator too and have like Bigfoot uh, in, in the city with, with like a. Right, 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 right. Danny Glover. Yeah. Fighting the, uh, fighting the gangs and stuff. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. We, we, we want to have a, we, what we, the big thing that we'd love to do in a prequel is, is that multiple monsters um, kind of like what they did with alien to aliens. Right. They oh, added more than one. And that's sure. what we'd like to do is um, in the 1880s in Florida, there was nobody here in Tampa area. area there was like nobody here. So um, Ghost in the Darkness. I was a big Val Kilmer fan as a kid. And Ghost in the Darkness um, was always interesting to me, that movie. And that it's the, based the on a real movie, story. wasn't it? Yeah. And it's based on a real story that happened. Um, and that's where we took a little bit of inspiration, too, for this prequel is um, H.B. Plant was building the railroads and he like he's the one who had the big idea to turn tampa sarasota st pete all into these huge tourism and bringing people here in hotels and to do that he had to rip through central florida build railroads all the way through central florida into tampa and so we built this legend to build this story and narrative around what happened when we ripped through those rail you know ripped through the central wet wetlands what inhabitants did we uh and habitats did we rip through that stirred things up and was it Bigfoot's out there that we stirred up? What else lived out there? Right. So, yeah. So that's kind of what our premise for Wild Man 1883 would be. 
so guys, the movie, is it just called The Wild Man? Have you dropped the skunk ape part? Or? Yes, yes. The why I, I put it on there as the, on the IMDb page because I felt like people might have been um, not knowing what it was, you know, because I, I feel like uh, The Wild Man was mysterious. And that's yeah. why we chose for that name because it, we had a couple different names for it in the beginning stages. Yeah. And you're like, man, skunk ape, I feel like that if we were called skunk ape the movie, it would have it would give it would give a weird uh tone to what people were expectations right so the wild yeah. man was another alternate name that we were we were researching and we're like i like that that's mysterious um let's go with that and that's kind of but i keep the skunk ape on the side so people when they're clicking on it they oh skunk ape okay right uh, florida bigfoot right we know about him Right. So it, 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 you know, we, we, it's one of those things like, um, in the creative process, you're like, well, you want to call it skunk age just so everybody knows what it is, but then marketing, all that kind of stuff. Right. It's different. The wild man is a fun, mysterious name that I think goes with a lot of the, uh, current modern horror films, simple titles, mysterious titles, uh, that, you know, you don't, exactly understand that what what the wild man is but you'll learn once you watch the movie right guys it's available september 30th the wild man uh get it on amazon or wherever ryan it was it was cool talking to you man we should do it Thank again you. when the when the next one yeah. comes out i'll keep you posted cool man take care all right thank you gonna do about that i don't know you gotta do it this Probably. way Travis. uh do what yeah. i don't know Trish, you gotta if i get enough people telling me to do it online i'll consider it Trez, you gotta do it this year i'll consider it if people like i mean i want begging videos <laughs> audio i want people to beg for it because that's really the only way that I can be prompted to dig into that stupid ass bit again. <laughs> <laughs> can you find the sound effects again? It needs to be oh, the yes. same sound effects. It's, it's a very like common uh, soundboard <laughs> that you can download to your phone. <laughs> like, and I have, I actually have two of the scripts right in front of me, sitting on my ledge. Uh, even though I haven't done it in like three years, it's still sitting uh, there. And all the prompts are there for the, the specific In honor sound. of Sam Hain. <laughs> so I did it for so long, and I tweaked it so much that I just got to be so stupid. <laughs> like, I couldn't even bring myself to do it anymore. <laughs> like, it was just like, yeah, it's 
This is funny. Talk about like a like a thing that's just entertaining us. <laughs> that's one of them. That's that's a big one, Travis. Yeah, <laughs> that's that's a big one. But I will say that there was uh, some backlash the first year I didn't do it. Uh, and it did carry over to the second year, but then people kind of just trailed off. I don't right. know if we lost listeners and they just didn't give a shit anymore, or people just didn't know it existed. Yeah, Sean Freeman, he was furious oh, that he, he didn't do it. He was not happy he was with fucking disappearing. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know if he listens to the show anymore. Because hey, man, how am I going to know what spooky destinations to go to? <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit, dude. <laughs> It was. <laughs> Are you telling me Travis ain't gonna do it? Oh, he's gonna do it, right, Mike? <laughs> no. Oh, come on, Mike. He's got to do it with the with the spooky destination and the sound effects, man. The spooky. <laughs> you know, and then I even tried to like just for my own sake, I tried to do something different that one year where it was like uh, haunted people. Yeah, no, possession. yeah, the 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 the, the destination was in their minds. Yeah, the des- yeah, exactly. The destination uh, was part of their personalities. Um, and that was like kind of a last ditch effort to make myself enjoy that. And then that and then I couldn't figure out. I how- think after two years, Travis, it's time to bring it back. Is that what it is? Is it is it like it, it, is yeah. it like the, the what do they say? The comedy of threes like it's funny the first time. Funny the second time, not funny the third time, but then the fourth time when you bring it back, it's funny again. Yeah. Uh, so the first time it's funny, the second yeah. time it's even funnier because it's yep. a callback. Third right. time starts to get a little old. Yep. Then you take a couple years off, and then bring it back, and then bring it back. You could probably like just reason. use the same scripts from three years ago. Nobody will even remember. Nobody would even remember. Shit, I should dig up the original script. Travis, the the bits that I reuse, like stuff that I play in the break. Oh, nobody notices. Yeah, they're like, oh, that's a funny new bit. How'd you get Napier to come back? (laughs) I I didn't. uh, (laughs) Money. That's it. It was all money. (laughs) That's the only way we could get him to do it. We paid him uh, a good chunk of change to to come back and fuck around again. (laughs) I find in uh, the last show that we. I, I think it was the live one. I put a uh, me and my talking dick in the break that like, I don't know if we ever played because I don't remember it at all. Like, I don't remember writing it, recording it. I don't remember. I don't think it's even one that uh, like, I, I think I compiled them on the website. I don't think it's on there. Can I have you remember, no idea though, what it's, it's from. Isn't it been like 12 years for you? Because I know it's been, what, six? It's been eight years I've been doing this with you. Yeah. So haven't you been doing it for like 12? Yeah. You can't remember everything. I, I, I remembered making almost all of those. But like this one, like I had no recollection at all. Like well, I, listen to me. Like, this is going to be a spoiler for my pick of the week, but, uh, well, and I'll just tell you, my pick of the week this week is, uh, my Always Sunny in Philadelphia rewatch, and the only reason that I'm rewatching this, not to plug another podcast, is that, uh, the three main guys, uh, put out a podcast starting in quarantine, uh, the Always Sunny podcast, and I just discovered this. I've burned through like 48 episodes in like a week and a half and have burned through <laughs> almost five seasons of always sunny in Philadelphia, the television so show. Are you watching the episodes? No, like I'm just 
burning through the episodes. Oh, I was gonna say. And, and yeah, but it's so it's so recent that when they talk about it, and and if you've heard the Always Sunny podcast, they barely talk about the episodes. Right. They start to, and then they talk about Rob McElhenney, like trying not to beat up somebody in an, in a, in an outburger drive through line. But uh, <laughs> anyway, so they've actually been watching the episodes like in the podcast episodes and they're talking there was an episode that popped up uh well and who knows how many weeks ago it was because like i said i've binged 48 episodes in like a week and a half but there was an episode that they watched that not all three of them said they remembered nothing about it until they watched it huh so so like maybe it wasn't an episode and you just no don't remember i I was gonna say but for sure like there's stuff that we talk about you know, like in the show that I don't remember, like right. in a couple of weeks. I mean, because, you know, we just kind of blast through the hour. But well, I, mean, I don't remember it the next day. Like people, like people tweet at me and I'm like, what What are they referencing? <laughs> writing something and producing like a like a like a pre-recorded thing. I usually remember those. Sure. Uh, but you know, every now and then I find one like there was one that we played. uh during the 400 marathon when I made like 12 breaks. Yeah. It was like a whole thing about a Robin thick or something. And like, I had no recollection. Like I heard it was my voice doing a bit, but like I had no recollection of making it. And just like (laughs) every now and then there's one like that. And I'm like, I don't remember this at all. There's potentially uh, bits that I've done as well. King of prank prank stuff that I, you know, you could play it and I'd be like, oh, right, I completely right. forgot that existed. <laughs> like, you know, there what? was a lot of years, Travis, that we were dead set on making new stuff every week. And like we yeah. never repeated anything. And I think for the past two years, we've also been dead set on making new stuff and then just didn't <laughs> don't do it <laughs> for whatever reason. Probably because the uh, uh, ideas just don't spark anymore, yeah. right? Like uh, I've dulled my brain with alcohol and uh, nicotine and lack of sleep and just like complete miserableness that I think is just like dulled any sense of creativity uh, out of my brain. Uh, I'm pretty sure most of it is dead by now. Uh, and that's probably the problem on my end. I think my problem lately has been that if I come up with something, I just convince myself it's not great and don't do it. Yeah, which is funny because that's the creative process, right? Like I think all people who create things uh, come up with ideas and then even kind of flesh them out a little bit and then are all like, God, this I think this kind of sucks. Right. But if you're, you know, people who are successful take those ideas that they think suck and then just beat the shit out of them until they're, you know, it's like a Rocky in the fucking freezer beating the shit out of a slab of meat. Right. You beat them until they're tender enough to release to the public. And uh, I think that's just like a stick to that uh, it's a I volume have. business, Travis. Right. You just crank that shit out and then hope something hits. It's like it's the same thing that Saturday Night Live does. Right. Like that show hasn't been good for years. Maybe people, maybe some people like it, but they still make it every week and yeah. put it out every Saturday night. Right. Oh, I, we do that. Yeah, we do it every week. But we don't take a goddamn hiatus like that piece of shit show. Right. Like we Lauren Michaels is like, "Oh, we need a break." Here here we, we need- are, Travis on a Friday doing one that we weren't even supposed to do. Right, because we needed a wrap around for this goddamn Bigfoot interview. 
He's four toes, Travis. The the skunk skunk ape. boy. Oh, the, that's no, that's uh, that guy that used to host Talk Soup. Skunk, skunk boy. boy. <laughs> well, Travis, we are doing an episode, so we probably do need a uh, celebrity life pool. Oh, baby, do I got a celebrity life pool? Oh, you got a good one. You want? You got one? You want to go first? No, you go first. Okay, so this week, and I have three of them written down, but this is the one that I'm going to go for this week, continuing my trend. And actually, this is probably my biggest swing. Uh, Mel Brooks is uh, my celebrity life pool pick for this week. And this man... He's 95, Travis. Yeah, he's, he's 95. And I'm just praying to Christ that this man lives to see 2023. Uh, Travis, I am going to go, ooh, who do I want to go with? You got a few written down too? Um, should I go old? I guess that's I, up to you, man. You got a strategy and I, you know, I, I, uh, I applaud you for a strategy. I'm just going, I need to, shit. I need to start earning back some points. I need to take some big swings, right? That's the thing. If drunk and I close out the year you're fucked yeah i don't think you will though i mean especially like with mel Bro- i mean he's 95 travis he's almost 96 you should have waited a couple of weeks and then you would have got credit for another year yeah that's probably true but i mean what do i got three months i think i can do it he's just got to live a couple uh couple more years uh, travis i'm going to go with uh john stamos <laughs> John Stamos, I think, is 50. John Stamos isn't going to die. You should have went with Rob Lowe if you're going to do that. Like, isn't Rob Lowe older, but, like, oh, seems so much younger? John with Stamos his... is 59, Travis. What? 59 years old, John Stamos. Stamos is almost 60? Yeah. Well, you never know. Bob Saget just passed. He fucking looks great, though, Travis. Well, of course he does. It's John Stamos. I he try- sang with the Beach Boys for years. Should I try to call drunk? Yeah, we're going to need his pick. Otherwise, he's getting Dick Van Dyke. <laughs> drunk, you don't want Dick Van Dyke, bud. Even though I took Mel Brooks, and that's probably a way riskier move than Dick Van Dyke. All right, we'll have to have him call in and uh, leave a voicemail. Please record your message. When you have finished recording, you may hang up or press one for more options. Drunk. I took John Stamos, who is 59, and Travis took Mel Brooks, who is 95. You need to call us back with your celebrity life pool pick. Within 24 hours or you get Dick Van Dyke. Yeah, Travis said if you don't call back in 24 hours, you get Dick Van Dyke again. So just fair warning, man. He's really old. (laughs) Chim, chiminy, chim, 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 chiree. Travis, uh, 
pick of the week. I already did Clerks 3, didn't I? Yeah, you did. Clerks 3 was your last pick of the week. Uh, <clears throat> Trevor's pick of the week, I, I went and saw a Ghost the other night in uh, Peoria. Oh, you did? How North. was that? It was great, Travis. Of course. Uh, my, my wife's a big fan of Ghost. I like took, Ghost. Took her. Uh, we uh, we did the whole thing. Guy guy changes clothes a lot, Travis. He changes clothes like every song. He runs off the stage, and everybody just you know uh, does some guitar solos, and then he comes back with a different outfit. He probably oh, changed, he's like like Lady Gaga. Travis, he changed outfits like 15, 20 times. Good for him. Uh, he he put put on like all the all the different costumes you'd want him to wear. Put on the big Pope hat, did the whole thing. A lot of people in costume, Travis. It, it was a lot of good people watching. Uh, people show up in costume to ghost concerts? Absolutely. Uh, That's the, amazing. The face makeup. Very young crowd in Peoria, Illinois, Travis. We, we, were, uh, we weren't the oldest people there, but we were mostly up, young. Mostly young. I've only been to Peoria, Illinois one time, and I think I maybe brought that up one time. It was a small theater, uh, and this is early 2000s, very early 2000s, if not late 90s, uh, to see the Squirrel Nut Zippers Wow, in a, in a little theater. That'd be a fun one. It was fucking awesome. I bet and it was. <laughs> Peoria, Illinois, if that's what Ghost, Ghost is getting people dressing up to, a lot of people dressed up in uh, 1920s get-ups, and they actually had like a, a floor space where people were doing swing dancing, which was pretty amazing. Were they doing the skanky leg, Travis? Actually, I had to have been. It had to have been in the 90s because I was not old enough to go to the strip club that a couple the couple of guys went to. They're like, oh, we're going to a strip club. It's like, yeah, but me and my buddy here, we, we can't go. And they're like, oh, that sucks to not be 21. And it's like, <laughs> oh, you guys are real fucking assholes. <laughs> no, Travis, we were in a... A hockey rink, the home of the Peoria Rivermen. Ooh, I like that. Uh, good times, uh, good times had by all. So, so see Ghost if you get a chance. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. There is a good show. Lots of uh, pyrotechnics and and uh, a big old light show. They do, a, do they do like a, a like Rob Zombie um, is very cinematic in his in his shows right like in and he actually he has video screens behind him playing a bunch of shit while he's do, does ghost do that they seem like they might do video screens behind them uh theatric yes video screens no it was oh. one it was one big uh stained glass deal travis you know because okay i think like uh they're into the devil so that's like the difference between uh tool in a perfect circle where tool played a bunch of like videos of rotting fruit behind them and shit yeah and yeah perfect circle just had like a light show yeah no they, the 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 lights were crazy there were lots of lights but, so uh warning for anybody who videos. has uh issues with seizures oh yeah, yeah don't go don't go if you're a seizure person because uh, those lights man they or at least i mean bring Ooh. your seizure pen if if you're prone to seizures <laughs> the person that you're with be like my seizure pens in my inside right coat pocket, if I start to seizure, uh, plunge the seizure pen in my leg. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, Travis, we uh, we talked about the Bigfoot movie. We uh, we talked we about did. Uh, great guests. I think uh, everybody should go check out that motion picture. Uh, everybody should go check out Always Sunny in Philadelphia, a brand new show that's been on for uh, sixteen years. 
Um, and then uh, go watch Ghost in in person. And and, uh, and uh, there you go. Yeah, the the goats that crave pee. And also, yeah, and also go uh, throw a goat off a helicopter. Guys, I- I'll probably have to send out a link to the video of them airlifting the goats out of there because they look fucking hilarious with their little uh, their little blindfolds on. Maybe we shouldn't be live anymore, Mike. Maybe we should we should record the video because you need more uh, you need more to do. Um, we should record <laughs> the video, not live. Um, and then when you release it, you release the video to YouTube the same day you release the podcast, but you can cut in like the video clips and things. I think that's, so I'll just become a a video editor. You're a video editor slash audio. Like you have to now edit two different pieces of material, uh, for release. Oh yeah. Cause we have to have both the video and the podcast. And the audio. Exactly. Yeah. 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 I think that's great. idea. That sounds like a great idea. Mm Mm-hmm. Right, yeah. No, I'm not going to do any of that. Yeah, I do that. <laughs> All right, well, until next time. <laughs>
even know it's over.